Welcome to the sanctuary. You're listening to DC Radio 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov, where we inspire, educate, and empower women of color to unapologetically transform into their most authentic and healthy selves by tapping into the goddess within. Welcome to the sanctuary. You're listening to DC Radio 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov. I'm Wendy Cherry, your host, and we are back for season two of the Sanctuary Radio Show. So welcome to the sanctuary. Today we are talking about one of my favorite topics, and it is detoxification. And we're going to be talking about detoxification of the mind, body, and spirit. Because you know, if you've ever been in the sanctuary before, that we are um, all about mind, body, and spirit. So we encompass all of it because that's how we are as humans. So just take a seat, sit back, and relax. And if you have any questions, these are the people that you want to ask the questions to. Okay, so first I have Dr. Hanisha Patel, and Dr. Patel is my is my former colleague. We work together, um, and she is a naturopathic medical doctor who works with people to optimize their health, whether they are dealing with chronic conditions like thyroid disorders, anxiety, and diabetes, or wanting to have a healthy pregnancy, or just wanting to have the absolute best when it comes to their health. And as you know, you're born to have the best health. So she can support you on that. And then I also have Fran Jackson and she is the wife and mother of two. And she's a Gigi, a grandma. She's also, now look at her though. She don't look like nobody's grandmama. If you see her on the Facebook live, she don't look like nobody's grandma. She's a certified colon hydrotherapist, a yoga instructor, a holistic nutritionist, a personal trainer, and she owns Transition Me Wellness Center, which is in Alexandria, Virginia. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Welcome, Dr. Patel. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So I want to just get right into it because, you know, our hour flies by, right? So let's just get right into it. I want to talk about, so detoxification. And so you will talk about, they will both, um, Fran and Dr. Hanisha will talk to us about what detoxification is because I know you've seen it all over the media and you're seeing um, the commercialized version of it. So we want to make sure if you are going to participate in any type of detoxification that you do it in a healthy way. The point is to release toxins and not to damage yourself or not to cause yourself more harm. So um, I was first introduced to colon hydrotherapy um, from my doctor in 2013. So I go to a holistic uh, integrative doctor who's also a medical doctor. And one on our first meeting, she did a a quantum test, which is a biometrics test. It measured my levels and it also could read my energy, right? And so she asked me three questions. Nobody had ever asked me before. Now, mind you, I had gone to the same doctor for 12 years. This, those, that doctor had never asked me any of the questions that this specific doctor asked me in the first sitting, right? 
So she says, did you live in a house with smokers? And I was like, yep, because my mom was a smoker at the time. And then she says, did you ever have yard work done around your house? And I was like, yes, my mom had a gardener for many years of us growing up. Um, And then the other big question she asked was, did I use their microwave? So now I had a unique instance in that um, my mom won a radar range, which was the precursor to the microwave in the 60s, in the late 60s on a game TV show called I Guess. So I basically grew up with the microwave having my food microwaved. And then, then you know, as a 70s baby, that was what every mama and dad did at the house. We threw stuff in the microwave. And then in the 80s, it was just even easier because they came out with all these dinners to allow you to microwave things. So the point is she could see all of it trapped in my body. All of that toxin, they call it a toxic load I was loaded with toxins and those were just the ones that I remember because she was asking me all types of things about metals and did I ever have fillings in my teeth and I had fillings very early on, mercury fillings. So just those three I wanted to talk about, but she could see those in my body and I was 43. I hadn't lived in my, in my childhood home since I was in my 20s. So I was shocked that she could... Um, that there was an indicator that there was something on going on inside of my body that happened from when I was a child. And it it ain't no shade to my mama because my mom loved me. She was just doing what she knew to do, just like every other parent does what they need to do. So Dr. Hanisha and Fran, how on earth can she have detected these levels of toxicity in my body so far out in advance, you know, so many years prior to me being able to, you know, having lived with my mother, how does she know that? And how does she see that? And why was it there? Well, I can, I can start. Okay. Uh, so like you said, uh, now we're in a world where we're in kind of toxic overload, mm-hmm. right? We're bombarded with toxins on a daily basis, whether it's intentional or unintentional, right? So, of course, like you said, um, you know, things like smoking, uh, the radiation from microwave, pesticides in our food, plastic, medication, skincare products, beauty products, car exhaust. I mean, it just, I mean, even the radiation from the phone and the laptop that I'm currently using, right? All of that, um, it leads to excessive toxins. And then, one really common uh, big toxin that never really goes away is stress. So it can also do that as well, right? So I talked about all these material things. And then, but something that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about is the stress. Stress is a toxin. And I'm sure nobody here has stress, right? Um, <laughs> right. So, um, so yeah, so, so we're constantly bombarded with them at, more than ever before. And this means that our liver is constantly working overtime in order to detoxify and get rid of these toxins. But most of the time, we're not actually doing things to support our liver. So I could get into that now or we can talk about it in a little bit. But the, the detoxification process of our liver um, actually needs support. So, um, so just doing like a three-day detox 
I'm going to dispel that myth right now. That's not really beneficial. Right. right. We need to constantly be doing things to support our liver and support our detoxification pathways. And um, with with that said, uh, it's almost so for you and what happened to you, it's it's it was almost impossible to actually get rid of all of those toxins without having that proper support to help your liver um, process those toxins. Right. right? Um, and so that's what it seems like was really happening with you and, um, and most people, I, I mean, you know, I definitely would say you're not unique in that, in that case where most of us are bombarded with toxins, myself included until I started, you know, making some lifestyle changes. Right. And, um, now more proactive with my health instead of reactive. Right. So that is why I want to have this whole conversation because Mm -hmm. I had no clue and I was already 43, right? I was experiencing issues in my body. I was experiencing brain fog. I was experiencing all different types of things. Um, I was experiencing numbness. I had a whole bunch of stuff going on, but... I had, it never would have crossed my mind that something like using the microwave or the gardener from 1979 who was spraying whatever he was spraying on our grass and our our yard was big. Our yard is an acre and a half. So there was a lot of spraying, you know what I mean? So that's why I want to have this conversation. So Fran... Um, and we're still trying to get our technicals here, but I want Fran to come in and talk about um, what. So as a so, my doctor suggested colon hydrotherapy. So I would like Fran, who is a certified colon hydrotherapist, to discuss what that is. So go ahead, Fran, share with the people. So first of all, I would like to say thanks a lot for having me on. This is um, a topic that I am also very passionate about because um, early in my years, uh, my mid-30s, I suffered from constipation severely. Mm. And uh, it caused me to be overweight. It caused me to have body odor. It caused me to have lack of energy. Um, It caused me not to feel good about who I was Mm -hmm. um, because I didn't like the way that I looked. Mm -hmm. Um, At that time, I did have a physician that I was seeing. And um, this physician, I was doing everything that they had asked me to do, such as, or told me to do, okay. such as things to um, take citrusil, things to try to help with the um, constipation, whereas though I used to didn't move my bowels maybe once every 14 days, two oh to my. three times a month. Wow. And I meet a lot of people like this on a regular basis. So it took a, mm-hmm. a really good friend of mine to share with me. And I also kept low back pain okay. because my I was so impacted with fecal matter. So um, mm-hmm. my physicians was telling me just to take Tylenol and Advil to alleviate the pain, whereas though all along my colon was impacted with fecal matter. So um, mm. that was kind of traumatic for me, yeah. you know, yeah. when I'm believing in my physician and all along you're not telling me, you know, that I'm full of poop. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. Right. <laughs> so um, I had my first colonic done in 2001 and I felt like I was being pranked when I saw all of that poop come out of me because 
Um, this wasn't a physician telling me to do this. However, right. we need to know that colonics, enemas, whatever you choose to call them, they've been done before Christ. So it's not new. It's not new mm-hmm. on the scene. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just that our ancestors did not have um, so-called doctors and pharmacies on every corner. So they used their third eye mm-hmm. and figured it out what was wrong with them mm-hmm. through um, detoxing their bodies or hydrating their bodies instead of depending on um, mm-hmm. prescription drugs. Right. And it's interesting because when I went and studied in Kemet, which is Egypt, on the walls there were like as a drawing of like a colon hydrotherapy, what they're saying is a colon mm-hmm. hydrotherapy, like a hieroglyph, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so yeah. they've been doing it since ancient times. So mm-hmm. way before Christ, yeah. we're talking, you know, Kemetic right. times. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. So they realized that what what um, Imhotep says is that all disease begins in the gut. And so we believe people who are in the naturopathic um, way believe that all disease does begin in the gut and it's inflammation and it's all different types of things. So when you're able to clear your bowels and clear your gut out and have um, a healthy gut flora, which Dr. Hanisha can go into way more than me, um, probiotics and prebiotics and things like that, then, you know, you're less, you're less likely to get some of the diseases that are very, very common because we have a dirty gut. Right. Right. Okay. So let me bring. I'm going to comment on that really quick. Yeah, Um, please. uh, Yeah. I just wanted to comment on how, when, when you say um, most disease uh, begins in the gut, there's modern science has is finding that to be true more and more every single day. Uh, I mean, even in medical school, we learned the association with the gut and the immune system was like a 90% association. Most of our neurotransmitters that affect our brain are produced in our gut. So that's affecting our brain health. And um, most of what, where our hormones are processed comes through our liver. And so whenever our liver is congested because of our gut, uh, then we're unable to actually have proper healthy hormones, which of course leads to all of these conditions. Also with the skin health, right? So if you have chronic acne or eczema or psoriasis, things like that, they're finding so much association between the gut and the skin. And so um, these ancient times, they really knew what they were doing Mm -hmm. already, right? They already, they had so much wisdom and knowledge and now i would say modern science is catching up catching up we're catching up right so we're catching up from a so not to get too well we're going to get a little technical because we want you to be educated we want you to be educated on this so when you see like you know the girls on um, housewives housewives Mm -hmm. going to get colonics Mm -hmm. and it's just their one-time thing Mm -hmm. that you don't fall into the myths and the traps to know what happened behind the scenes. We want you to, because healing can cause problems too. And um, so we want to make sure that you are doing it in a healthy and safe way. So Dr. Uh, Hanisha, let's talk about what detoxification is. And I'm going to put up the um, the liver uh, thing yeah. that we have so that you, you can talk about that. So one moment. Yeah, this is one of my favorite charts. Um, okay. <laughs> I love it. But so essentially 
Uh, like I said before, we our liver does detoxify um, for our for us in general, right? However, like like we said, the amount of toxins that we're exposed to on a daily basis now is far more than ever before, and um, our primal ancestors were never exposed to this much. So even though we talk about how these ancient medicines already were doing things like colon hydrotherapy and detoxification, they were exposed to some toxins, but not to the level that we are today. So it just, to me, it doesn't make any sense that there would be no repercussions for dealing with so many toxins. So uh, with that said, our liver does need some support. So the way that it works, so here on this chart, you can see that toxins go through a phase one and phase two process, and that's how eventually it leads to elimination through our urine, our stool, um, and our sweat. So the first phase actually has to do with reducing oxidation. So this means reducing the free radicals that are in our body. The way I like to see free radicals are as if they're kind of like the burglars that are coming into your home. So your body is your home, it's your temple, right? So the free radicals are the burglars and free radicals are produced or created uh, from toxins that we're constantly exposed to. And so if we're supporting our liver, we it's like we have a security system for our home. We have the security system, as soon as the burglar comes and even like touches our window, the alarm goes off um, and the burglar leaves or the police come and get them and, you know, and, and they're out of your way and your, your home is in no harm's way. However, if we are not supporting this phase, this first phase of reducing the free radicals, then it's like we have no security system and one burglar comes in, breaks your window, steals your TV, and then everyone else can keep coming in. Now there's more windows broken, there's, um, they can easily come in. And now on top of the things that you have stolen, you also have to repair all that damage, mm. right? So now you also have to get new windows, you have to get uh, you know, all the new, get your new, new TV. things that you've lost from your home. Right. I'm sorry? Get your new TV that they took. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You gotta get that TV again, um, which also leads to radiation. So, <laughs> but that um, that is yeah. So that is something that we need to support, and the best way of supporting that is by having antioxidant-rich foods, nutrients, etc. The nutrients that support each of these phases—that's what's really important. So, phase one is supported by things like our B vitamins something called glutathione, um, which is our body's most powerful antioxidant. So when we're actually uh, increasing our toxic load and not supporting our liver and not supporting our detox pathways, we're actually depleting our glutathione as well, which means we're depleting our body's strongest, most powerful antioxidant. So we want that to be really strong and powerful. That's like the good guy who's just, or like your guard dog or whoever um, of your home, right? And so we want a lot of that. Um, and then herbs like milk thistle and turmeric are really um, supportive or very high in antioxidants. And so they can help support that first phase and then vitamin C as well. Okay. So these are nutrients that we need in order to get through phase one. And then after phase one comes phase two. So phase two is um, 
where the toxins that go through and are processed in phase one, now in phase two, they can actually be processed to become more water soluble. When it becomes water soluble, that's how we can excrete it or get rid of it through our bodies, through our sweat, urine, and mm. stool. Okay. And so this is why this phase is so important because, um, but we can't get to phase two without really getting to phase, phase one. one. Right. And so that's why we need to make sure that we're supporting phase one so that our our body can work through phase two and then get it out of our system by doing things like sauna therapy, steam mm-hmm. therapy, exercising. This is why, you know, exercise is obviously crucial. Um, and then also having bowel movements. So, you know, um, making sure that you're not constipated because um, as we discussed a little while ago, that is that can be extremely dangerous and very harmful because that gut, um, those whatever you're trying to excrete, those toxins, if you're constipated, it's just going right back into your system. Right. And so your body was trying to get rid of it. And now when you're constipated, you're actually not able to remove it. So um, constipation was also something that I personally dealt with too. Um, so I'm really passionate about that. Um, if you're not having at least two to three bowel movements a day, that is not normal. So we definitely got to fix that. Um, but yeah, so I, I, Do I can't even, I, I don't even think that yeah. people realize that two to three bowel movements per day is what's normal. I don't, I think that is worth getting, you know, into that a little bit more, but I would like to have Fran talk about, like, she's a colon hydrotherapist. So tell us a day in the life of a colon hydrotherapist <laughs> from the time you, from the time you welcome a a guest in or a client in, then what happens from there? So most people that come to our center are very nervous because they've never done it before. Their physicians more than likely haven't shared it with them. So they found out through social media or they found out, again, like how you said, from the housewives. Mm -hmm. So just to uh, give you an overview um, how the procedure works. First of all, you have two types of systems. You have an open and you have an open system and you have a closed system. The difference is one system is FDA regulated and the other one isn't. So the open system is FDA regulated, which that's what we have, and a closed system is not. However, they both get the job done. My very first colonic was done on a closed system. Okay. With a open system, which we have there's a rectal nozzle that you are inserting into your rectum. The rectal nozzle is smaller than your pinky finger. Okay. Okay. Um, and you insert... I'm laughing at Jessica's face. Jessica's the engineer. She's like, no. Okay, sorry. It, 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 <laughs> the nozzle is actually smaller than the stool that you remove. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know that it's there. And the fears, everyone says, well, that's exit only. Um, I'm not putting anything in my rectum. Right. This is the most important thing that you could do for your body. Yeah. Is through mm-hmm. detoxifying through an enema. And like we shared, it was done before Christ. It's not new. Mm-hmm. It's just that if you keep a healthy and a clean colon, the chances of you getting sick or slim to none. Right. Because death begins in the gut. Yeah. So you insert a rectal nozzle. Again, like I said, it's smaller than my pinky finger. At my uh, wellness center, we do, um, we use an organic um, 
certified coconut oil as a lubricant. Mm -hmm. So you insert the nozzle in your rectum, and then you have filtered purified water that enters into the colon. So what you do is you start begin to feel pressure, mm -hmm. and that pressure makes you want to release poop from out of your colon. Mm -hmm. So you actually, in our center, we have a device which is called the Angel of Water, and it has a mirror there. So when you have the nozzle in, you start feeling the pressure of the water come in, and you'll feel and see your belly rising just slightly, mm -hmm. and it'll make you have that urge where you have to poop. So you mm -hmm. automatically push out. When you push out, the water and the waste go around the nozzle and then there's a mirror there and you get to see all your glory and all your beauty come on out it's just right there <laughs> so the whole time the whole 40 minutes that you're on the system or for however long that you're on it you're um, taking in purified filtered water the water is cleaner than drinking water so it's no chemicals in the water at all so you're taking this water in and everyone takes in as much as they can mm-hmm it's no certain set amount. So you take in the water, you feel yourself fill up, and then you push it out. And then you feel yourself fill up again, and then you push it out. A lot of people come in and they say, well, am I gonna lose weight? Mm -hmm. um, absolutely, you're going to lose weight because yeah. waste is weight. It just yeah. sits in the gut. Yeah. So of course you're gonna lose weight, but it should not always be about weight loss. It should be, I'm trying to reach optimal health. Right. How do I reach optimal health? You can't reach optimal health if your body is polluted with toxins. Correct. So that's what you're doing is removing that waste. And you're preventing yourself from getting disease such as high blood pressure, which they want to say that is um, hereditary Genetic, yep. um, mm -hmm. in the African-American um, families, um, uh, type 2 diabetes, um, cancer, breast cancer, prostate cancer, colon cancer, all these things, and to me, can be prevented by cleansing your body mm -hmm. through enemas and also through infrared heat. So I want to talk to you about infrared heat in a second, but I want to tell the audience about my uh, experience. So I went some, I went with my doctor the first time, and she has the same system that Fran has, except for there's not a lot of hand-holding I was instructed to put the tube in myself. So I'm silly and I was in there going, what in the world am I supposed to do with this thing? And it kept sliding out and I was like, Lord, right? So then, so then it's happening. And then you're laying down in a, it's like a bed. You're laying down, the tube is inserted. And then when you gotta go, you just gotta go. And it just comes out and then you see it come through the tube. And I actually had nightmares the, the next, that night when I went home because I kept seeing that stuff come through the tube. I really did, I kept seeing it. So, um, and then you get like 40 minutes or whatever. And so now, so, so then also for me, because it was the first time um, that it had, that I had ever done it, I was getting clammy and I was starting to get nauseous because that was the release of some of the toxins. So I went through, I went through um, three months on, three months off, and then three months on. Every Friday, I would go and have this done. And then I also did the infrared sauna, which Fran is going to talk about in a minute. And then I also did um, a chi foot bath. 
to help release the toxins. But so then I got used to putting the trash can next to the bed because I was throwing up because in the beginning it would be good. And then after a while, those toxins would come. I would get sweaty. My stomach would start hurting. I'd be pushing stuff out. But then... I would throw up, but then I always felt better and it got better every time and my skin got clearer. I always had people asking me about my skin. I was I lost seven pounds, seven pounds probably of just straight up waste in the first um, three months that I that I did this because it's not just a one time thing like you probably see on TV. You loosen it up the first two, you know, probably three times because if it's been in there for 30, 40 years, it got to get loosened up, right? So now this is the funny part. So then I go to Fran years later. So I, this is five years in. I've been doing this for five years and I would do it seasonally, right? So then I go to Fran and then Miss Fran is just standing in there with me. And I'm like, why is why is she standing here? Because I was not interested in having somebody in there and all those sounds that come out. I'm like, why is she standing here? But then I got used to it because this is her job. So like she knows what to expect. And um, this is just part of her job. So I had to get used to Fran. So I did, I went to Fran's, I went to Transition Me over the the the, uh, fall, uh, the spring and the summer of this year. And we'd be having whole conversations, yes. you know, and yes. it, it just was funny. But, you know, I had done it for five years, but still by the time I got to Fran this year, I was filled up again. And so it's very important that you realize that just coming outside on a daily basis, you increase your toxic load. And I was still getting nauseous. And then after a while, it would get better. And by like treatment six, it was a little bit better. And and I'll be back. You know, I definitely will be back. But Dr. Patel, please tell us like what was going on? What was I seeing? What was going on um, during that time? And then I'll also have you talk about it and then the infrared sauna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so what it sounds like from your experience, uh, what colon hydrotherapy, like uh, what Fran just mentioned, is like it's like a irrigation system, like like just intense water flow into your colon, mm-hmm. and uh, so what what happens is that water gets into your colon, and and it does kind of lead to like a little bit of discomfort. Um, or pain and uh, because it's trying to get all of that out, right? So there's the, this is the thing with detox that a lot of people don't realize is that there can be um, some symptoms that come out of it. And um, a lot of times that's happening is because your body's trying to figure out what to do. So one of the things I always tell all of my patients is that healing, healing is a journey that's not linear, right? So a lot of times when you're initially starting your healing journey, it's going to be a little bit of a kick um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) in your, like, in your gut, I guess, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like literally like a punch in your gut. Um, And so it actually will be like that. And that's what it sounds like you were experiencing. I know from my own uh, personal experience, I did definitely feel some discomfort and I was like, oh, my head was starting to hurt a little bit. Uh, which again shows that gut brain connection is so strong because my gut was like, Oh, what are you doing to me? Cause this is my first time experiencing this. And, and so it's already <laughs> sending signals up to my brain, like, 
uh, what's going on? <laughs> right. Um, and so I think that's really what was um, that was happening with you. Okay. So Fran, can you tell us from your experience, and you got to get close to the mic because the, the viewer saying that you, they couldn't really hear you that well. Um, tell us about what people say when they come, when they come in, like you said, they're scared at first and then you kind of walk them through it and then you stand in there with them. What are some of the reactions you see? And, and then also transition into what the infrared sauna can do as well? Well, first of all, I like to piggyback off of what Dr. Patel was saying as far as what you were going through. We, um, the average person is impacted with weights. Mm-hmm. So your large intestine is approximately six feet long. So in one session, you can't get everything out. You have stuff that's been sitting in your large intestine for over a year ago. Mm. And then because of the type of diets that we have, if you have the American diet, you're eating bread, pasta, rice, you're eating chicken, turkey, pork, beef, you're eating everything. And then this stuff just sits and builds up mm-hmm. on the colon wall. So then when that water comes in to try to break it up, you're going to feel discomfort because... For an example, bread, pasta, and rice, what they do is they expand in water and heat. Your body is made up of uh, what I'm not exactly sure, like 95% or more water. Your body temperature is normally 98 degrees. So now you put those that white stuff, the bread, pasta, and rice back into the oven. So now it's just expanding in the colon. So yes. that's why you're going to feel some discomfort, especially mm-hmm. because that stuff's been sitting in your colon for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but most people, like you said, like I was saying, is that they're fearful, not so much as fearful, just nervousness, but they know they want to get it done because they're tired of being constipated. They're tired of having lack of energy, no motivation. They don't like how they look. So when they come there, my average client or guest normally does at least a minimum of five sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I normally have them try to do those five sessions weekly, once a week, do one session a week, mm-hmm. simply because... Um, You're taking in less foods each time you come back. And ultimately what you want to do is keep going higher and higher into the colon so you can move out as much waste as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. Um, After you have your first session, I've been doing this as a business since 2004 or myself since 2001. Mm -hmm. My average uh, client says to me, once they get done, I feel like I'm floating on air. Mm -hmm. I feel amazing. I can't believe that I waited so long to do this. I can't believe I never heard of it. So if you are that individual who is fearful, fearful of getting an enema, take my husband always says, leave your, for men, he always says, leave your manhood at the door. <laughs> yeah. This is about your health. Yeah. Women, this is about your health. So you've got to detox your body. You've got to change your diet, change how you're eating. Um, it's, I've, I've found that 82%, actually 83% of African-American women are obese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not overweight. Obese. Obese. Yeah. So that's why it's really important to detoxify the body so you can reach optimal health and like you were sharing, um, the infrared sauna. So with infrared heat, what it does is it penetrates two inches past the dermis. So when you eat foods that contain salt or foods that contain sugar, you are going to retain fluid. That fluid is now gonna cause you to have high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. So instead your physician, 
is giving you a telling you, well, you got high blood pressure because you're retaining this fluid. So when you use infrared heat, that's what you're doing is you're removing that water weight. So water weight Mm -hmm. is weight. Mm -hmm. So that's why once you come out of there, you've lost two, three pounds. The Mm -hmm. same thing with colonics. I've seen people lose up to eight to 10 pounds. Mm -hmm. Um, They have also been studies saying that John Wayne and Elvis Presley had uh, approximately 35 pounds of waste just sitting in their colon. However, if they would have been doing an enema, that would have added some more years to their life. Mm, And that's why now I do, and my husband as well, we both do two to three colonics every month. Yeah. Simply because we want to live. Mm-hmm. We want to live. Mm-hmm. And we want to have optimal yeah. health. And neither mm-hmm. one of us are on prescription drugs. Right. I have a um, physician, African-American male physician, and he shared with me that the average person, the average 50-year person, that is 50 and over are on at least 10 to 12 prescription drugs. So let me just stop right there. For those of you who are on Facebook Live, this is uh, Madam's birthday is today. And I'm not, I won't, she can tell her age if she wants to. I am 54. She is 54. Her skin is glowing. Her body is svelte. And she looks beautiful. Thank and she you. has lots of energy. She just came back from being up in Europe and, and chilling. So she has the energy. And she looks beautiful. So this is sort of like what can happen when you, you know, when you go ahead and you start to take care of yourself in a, a more um, poignant way. Like there has to be some things that you have to do past what you have learned. Um, and so I just wanted to stop her there um, and just shout her out. Happy birthday, Thank October you. babies. I'm yes. October baby too. Yes, so, yes. So I wanted to talk about the infrared sauna for a second because like I said, I did the infrared sauna too for five years. So part of the, um, the, the healing modality at my doctor's office would be you do the colon hydrotherapy first, then you go and sit in the sauna, um, and then you do the foot bath. So I would go in all sweaty. It would take about, I think it was like a 45 minute session. I would go in there with my journal or with my little book. And um, I would go in and you know, you just sit there and sweat and you bucket naked, like you have no clothes on and you're just sitting on a towel. And it took me like 12 minutes. I started to time it. I started to get the whole thing because I did it for five years. It took me 12 minutes for my body to heat up, Mm -hmm. I guess, from Mm -hmm. the inside. So it's a Mm -hmm. cellular detox. So I have a a detox um, or a sauna at my gym. It's the regular sauna. You know, I just go in there to, like, get my hair dry. I don't really know. I just know that the infrared sauna is the one that really gets to the cellular level. I would sweat profusely. And, And honestly, I passed out in there a few times because it was just so hot. And I used to have low, um, low sugar, low blood sugar, so my head would get dizzy, and then I'd have to open the door. And one time I came out and was on the ground because it just was so hot. But I lost six to seven pounds doing that. And then even when I came to Fran, I haven't done her infrared yet, but I will. When I was doing my colon hydrotherapy with her over the um, spring and summer, I lost six pounds, and I wear be- um, waist beads. Usually them joints are pretty up high, <laughs> but by the time I took my, um, finished my cycle, they were back below my belly button, which is where I like them to be, which means that my waist has slimmed out a little bit. So 
Can either of you talk about the difference between, I'm, I'm saying do both, it's, it's and both, it's not either or. If you have access to a sauna at the gym, go to the sauna, go to the steam room, um, do whatever you can do, but can either of you tell us the difference between infrared and then the general one you have at the gym? Well, to my knowledge, the the one that's at the gym has coals. It's just hot coals, so you're just sweating from outside. Okay. Infrared heat, actually, the heat literally penetrates two inches past the dermis. Okay. And that's what you want because, as you said earlier, we go outside, we're taking in environmental toxins, and they're just feeding into the body. Okay. So with the infrared heat, that's how you're detoxing that way because of that penetration. Okay. Dr. Patel, you want to add anything? Hold on one second. It's bringing uh, yeah. you back up. Go ahead. Oh, there we go. Uh, yeah, so I uh, I fully agree with what Fran just said. Uh, that's essentially the, the main difference between the two types of sauna. Uh, and there has been, so most of the research that's actually been done is all on the infrared sauna therapy. Okay. And so I think that is really important to, uh, to note. Uh, I actually have done a full literature review on sauna therapy and its effects on cardiovascular disease. And so that's things like blood pressure, high cholesterol, um, whatever, uh, high triglycerides, uh, obesity, things like that, um, where infrared sauna therapy is actually, like she said, it actually penetrates through your skin. And so that's why you can actually get to the cellular level to remove those toxins mm-hmm. that can lead to these um, cardiovascular issues or heart issues. Um, from, I mean, again, I mean, she talked about a lot about the food and how that affects us and stuff like that, but it all comes from that. And so that's why infrared sauna therapy is ideal. Um, the right, the other one, you know, at the gym, um, like she said, the cold, it can still be beneficial in terms of just being able to sweat out toxins, mm-hmm. but it's not as, as beneficial or as strong as using something like infrared sauna. <clears throat> okay, so I wanna talk about three things because we have like 18 minutes left. I want to talk about other methods of, uh, well, let's do the do's and the don'ts of detoxification. Okay. So um, I, I wanted to actually come circle back to what you had said about how you ended up actually passing out mm-hmm. um, in the infrared sauna yep. and um, you had low blood sugar. So that's really, really important to mention because there are certain people who should not be detoxifying this intensely, mm-hmm, right? So mm-hmm. there's always something that we can be doing to support our detox pathways. But sometimes what we see, you know, from juice fast and water fast, and then on top of that, people are doing water fast, and then they're on top of that, they're doing colon hydrotherapy and infrared sauna and all that. For certain people, that is just way too much all at once. And uh, usually I'm more wary with, um, especially with people who have Hashimoto's Mm -hmm. um, and then also with adrenal insufficiency, but then um, also, like you said, low blood sugar or too high of blood sugar. Mm -hmm. So if you're, if you have type two diabetes and your blood sugar is not managed or controlled well, then I usually don't recommend um, getting some of these uh, intense detox therapies done. And um, as you know, I did work um, with, I would do like colon hydrotherapy screening. So, so some people would be upset because I would turn them away. Right. 
and um, it was usually because of things like that because it can lead to things like potentially going vasovagal or passing out or um, or or more severe losing your electrolytes you know being completely dehydrated this is also why it's so important to get your water intake right i see so many people who will drink like 12 ounces of water and then try to do colon hydrotherapy and i'm like you still need way more water right so let's Um, talk about how to support your liver with this since you're talking about that so i have vasovagal syncope since i was three passed out at the earth wind and fire concert and then it was on from there and have done it for many years up until now actually so let's talk about ways that once you go into fran and you get all of your um therapies then how do you support your body to you know after that yeah that's a great question and i think that's so important because um, I, I do think there's benefits of detoxification or having some sort of a reset. That's what I like to call it more so than a detoxification, uh, just because it's like, okay, I've, I'm just pushing my body a little bit more right now to, um, to allow my toxins to be released. But then after that, you can't go back to eating donuts and fries and <laughs> McDonald's or whatever it is. It's just that is going to actually be more detrimental to your health. So what you want to be doing now is eating more liver supportive or detox pathway supportive foods. So that's um, foods like blueberries, um, artichokes, dandelion, radishes, dark leafy greens, uh, kale, spinach. Yeah, there we go. There's a nice, um, nice little chart there Mm -hmm. that gives you all the things. Yeah. So arugula, cabbage, garlic is so great because garlic actually is uh, something that helps produce more uh, sulfur. It's like a sulfur-rich food. And that helps produce something called NAC or N-acetylcysteine, which then helps your body produce more glutathione. So if you remember from the beginning of, um, of of this interview, we talked about glutathione being the most powerful antioxidant. Right. And so... That's where garlic is actually really helpful. And so are other cruciferous vegetables like broccoli um, and cauliflower can be helpful in that sense too. Uh, So, um, yeah, so those are some ways to support it. And then, of course, on top of that, exercising, um, getting movement. Because if we're not moving at all and all we're doing is the sauna therapy, even if we're doing the best, the infrared sauna therapy and the colon hydrotherapy, you're doing the best of it. And that's great, mm-hmm. but if you're not constantly moving, you need you're not getting your lymphatic system going to help support that constant detoxification process. So, um, so that is really important. So it doesn't even have to be you don't have to be doing high intensity interval training, uh, but doing something where you're at least walking, right? Something as simple as walking allows your lymphatic system to continue flowing and moving and so that you can work through these toxins. Perfect. Okay. So I wanted to also interject a little or add some more ways to detox. And I actually created a uh, infograph that you'll be able to download after this. And it just talks about other ways to detox because it's a mind, body, spirit thing. This is a physical way to do it, but also journaling because the point is to get whatever you have on going on inside up 
and then out. So if you can't sleep at night and you have, oh shoot, hold on. If you can't sleep at night and if you have, you know, bad um, feelings bottled up inside, a good way for you to detox that is to write it out, write it down before you go to bed or when you first wake up in the morning and it'll help you sleep better. Excuse me. Another way is tongue scraping with a metal tongue scraper because we're talking about toxins when your body heals and regenerates and restores and does all those things at night. Some of it, some of the toxins land on your tongue. And so in the morning, if you don't brush your tongue or scrape your tongue or brush your teeth, you will reabsorb them. So we're just talking about little teeny changes and little teeny things that you can do to um, help to detoxify your body. uh, Dr. Patel was talking about some of the pathways, urine, bowel, sweating. So also sitting in an Epsom salt bath. It's not for everybody. You have to know if it's for you, but a good Epsom salt bath, that's your own spa. You know, you get in there, you close the door, you put on a nice little light, put on some candles and some good old music, and you just lay in the bath, like a pound or two of Epsom salt that your grandmama had in her cabinet back in the day, you know, that they tell you to soak your feet because your feet are sore. Like those are the things that can help us to detoxify, um, sleeping, all those things help. So, um, Dr. Hanisha, do you want to add? Yeah, can I, um, I'll wait. (laughs) Okay, Uh, yeah, just to add to that. So those are some really great foundational things, and I really appreciate you bringing that up because, first of all, I absolutely love journaling, and the benefits of journaling, again, have been researched significantly in helping with our um, with, with anxiety, things like anxiety and depression, they've been so helpful. And after you experience a traumatic event, and I think that's a really important point that you brought up as well, is because a lot of times when we are dealing with constipation, myself included, I know spiritually, I wasn't able to let go of things um, emotionally. And therefore, having that control of that constipation was just my normal because I was holding on. I was just constantly holding on. And so having that outlet to have an emotional detox is so, so, so important. And um, now, I mean, I, every time I pass a bowel movement, I, I should express gratitude for my body <laughs> right. already um, because, because I know what it felt like to not have a bowel movement. So two to three times a day, I'm expressing gratitude towards my, my bowel movement because I, I know what that was like to not pass a bowel movement, and I've been able to work through my own mental health um, things where I've been able to let go of things much more easily, and I'm not as attached, I'm not holding on to things that no longer serve me, which is exactly Absolutely. what our bowels are. It's things that no longer serve us, and ah. that's why we need to release them. Right, okay, yeah. so that makes sense. So just to, just to flesh that out a little bit, it's the waste. So the body takes in the food and it uses what it needs. And then when it gets all the nutrients, all the good things, all the minerals, all the whatever it needs from that specific food, then it then wants to eliminate that which is not needed. And so I'm having my own aha moment as I'm explaining this, but yeah, it kind of just, it will allow you to release and, 
that's important. So it's important mm -hmm. energetically, it's important spiritually, and it's important physically to let that shit go, right? So, well, what Quite I'd like literally. to do is I think we have like eight minutes left or something like that. I would like for Fran to talk about, um, she's also a yogi and she also does personal training. So I want her to talk about that. And then I want Dr. Patel to tell people what she has going on. She does, um, she sees patients online. We are in using new technology to do new things. So Fran, go ahead and tell us what you got going on. So now, um, because I have been coaching individuals for almost 20 years on how to lose weight, I have, um, I now offer a program, a three month one-on-one -on -one virtual program where I help individuals to lose weight and keep it off for good. Um, so if you're interested, and it's for the individual who deals with bloating, for the one who has chronic health issues, for the individual who um, binge eat, who emotionally eat, who have been on yo-yo diets, have um, just gone through it all, don't like to get on a scale, don't like to go shopping anymore. Um, and it's male or female, but I do offer a three-month program where I am coaching you to get this weight off, help you reach optimal health, uh, make you feel better as an individual. Um, and I just coach you for three months to get that weight off, feel better, and keep it off is the most important thing because when people do yo-yo dieting, they lose the weight and then they go back to eating how they normally ate and then they gain the weight right back yep. and, and some. So that's what I'm doing now and it's a virtual program. Mm -hmm. And you can um, check me out on my website is MsJackson.com. That's mzjackson.com and all of my um, social media platform is Ms. Jackson. Yeah, and that's important because, you know, you could, it's, it's not a like a quick fix. That's what I want everybody to know. There is no silver bullet to, this is just another modality that you can consider. Uh, we have five minutes left. Um, so this is just another modality that we can consider um, when we are looking at ways to keep ourselves healthy. And it's not a, there's not a silver bullet. This is not the cure-all. This is a support in the other things that you need to do. Drink water, go to sleep, get some sun, get some exercise, eat good foods, forgive people, forgive yourself. Like those are the things that have to happen and to have optimal health. And you know, we have been working on this individually for years, but it's like an onion that's peeling. When you go to one thing and you feel like you got some stuff solved, then there's more layers to it. So you just have to give yourself grace to know that your body knows what it wants. You have the, um, the you want to do it. You have the interest in, in being healthy. So just take it baby steps, take it baby steps because it can be overwhelming and it can seem very confining. But, you know, you just go along piece by piece. Dr. Patel, I want you to um, let us know what you're doing. We have less than five minutes left. Um, and let us know how people can reach out to you and what you got going on. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for sharing all that. And thank you for having me again. Um, because that was, that was, I mean, such a great, uh, conclusion, conclusion of what, what, what it really is. This is supportive and that's what we're talking about here. And, um, yeah, so for me, you can find me on social media. My, uh, tag is holistic Kanisha. It looks like it's right here on the screen. Holistic Kanisha. Um, 
And I have, I do a medical Monday every single Monday. I also have started a podcast that's called Mahan Health with Dr. Hanisha. Mahan in Sanskrit literally translates to great. And to me, it makes no sense than to have the absolute best when it comes to your health. And so that's what it's all about. So hopefully by listening to um, my podcast, you're also getting one step closer to achieving Mahan or great health for yourself. And I also do see uh, patients virtually, which, um, especially if you're in the D.C. area, is probably really helpful considering the traffic and figuring all that out. Um, It's kind of a mess. Uh, So I do see patients virtually uh, where uh, the initial consultation will figure out lab work. I do do more extensive labs. I um, look at you as a whole person. So kind of everything we've been talking about with the mind, body, and spirit approach to it. So I really get to know you in that first visit, which is about an hour long. Mm -hmm. I really, really get to know you. So we'll talk about not only your diet and exercise habits, but also your, um, your social support, your home and work environment, your stressors, your stress relievers, what is happening in your life, what your spiritual path, right? So what are you doing to support your life and what, how can I help and how can we remove any obstacles that might be present that are inhibiting you from experiencing great health? And so that first um, visit um, is all about that. And then after that, we really get to dive right into your health and get, um, get onto it. Okay. Uh, but I think that's it. And you can also find me, uh, my website is drhanishapatel.com. That's drhanishapatel.com. I think you'll link that. Yes. Thank you so much. So thank you yeah. both for being here with me in the sanctuary. We have one minute left. So this is day one of season two. Thank you all who have been watching the sanctuary. Thank you, Ro- Rovina. She's my neighbor. She always supports me. So thank you for being here. And um, also wanted to just show you really quickly, I have written a book and it is called From Jersey to Me, The Awakening and Healing of a Goddess. It basically outlines all the things that I've been talking about in the sanctuary and how they've all affected me over the years. So pick up a copy at wendycherry.com forward slash book. But we have some other awesome things coming up for the whole entire season of season two. We're going to be talking about... um, money. We're going to be talking about sex. We're going to be talking about education. We're going to be talking about all different types of things that will support melanated people to be the best, most authentic people that they can be. And that's the, that's the whole goal to inspire, empower, and educate us to unapologetically stand in our greatness and be the gods and goddesses that we were born to be. So again, Please join us in the sanctuary. You can listen on dcradio.gov every Monday at 4 p.m. And then the new ones usually come on. If we tape on Wednesdays, they usually come on by Mondays. But your support is so is so um, appreciated. And I am going to link a free uh, detox guide in the uh, in the notes. So again, thank you very much, and we will see you next time in the sanctuary. Peace. listening to the sanctuary please follow us at awaken and heal on instagram 
and on the web at goddess-awaken.com to follow the revolution.